Hello, I'm Father John McLaughlin, and I'm the pastor at St. Mary's Parish in Bluffton, Ohio. Today is the 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time. There's a story about a man who was a workaholic. He became so obsessed with his job that he got to the point that he became extremely nervous and irritable. He had dangerously high blood pressure. He couldn't sleep, and basically he was falling apart. His wife insisted that he should go see a doctor, so she took him. After examining him, the doctor told the man that he was physically exhausted, that he was on the verge of a nervous breakdown, and that he needed lots of rest if he wanted to live longer. So he prescribed two months away from work and plenty of rest at home. Then the doctor told him that he wanted to talk to his wife in private. The doctor told her that her husband was seriously ill and that, she, that he needed plenty of rest, that she needed to wait on him hand and foot as much as possible, that she was not to argue with him, get him upset, and that she was to make his life as peaceful and easygoing as possible. If she didn't, then her husband would certainly die. On the drive home, her husband asked her, well, what did the doctor want to talk to you about? Her answer, the doctor told me, you're going to die. As we journey through life, we often are confronted with the grim and inevitable aspect of the reality of death. Humans are fragile and finite, so we know that someday we will die. We are well aware that death will find each one of us, no matter of our age, gender, class, race, orientation, or creed. We're also aware that not only will we have to face the reality of our own death, but we also will be touched by the pain of watching one of our loved ones, a, a family member, a friend, a neighbor, or colleague die. However, we know that our God is a God of life, not the God of death. God did not create us to live and remain in this world forever. Rather, God created us to live here only temporarily, as God's desire is that someday we return to live with him forever in eternal life. For many people, their greatest fear is death, their own or the death of a loved one. Are you among those people who fear death? If so, then today's gospel passage from Mark will give you some words of hope and comfort as you face the reality of your own death and you mourn the death of a loved one. Today's gospel presents two miracle stories that have a common, common attitude towards suffering and death. In both stories, Jesus mediates God's gracious love and healing power, mending what is broken and restoring to new life those who are suffering. In both stories, Jesus reaches out to a helpless, nameless female who are in difficult and hopeless situations. The first story involves a young 12-year-old girl who's on the verge of death. Her distraught, frantic father, a synagogue official named Jairus, throws himself at the feet of Jesus, begging him to come and heal his daughter, restoring her to better health. But as Jesus traveled towards Jairus' home, he receives word that the young girl had died. Jesus disregards this message and enters Jairus' home, and tells him, do not be afraid, just have faith. Jesus then grabs the child's hand and tells her to arise, restoring her life and proving that death does not have the final word. 
The second story is about a desperate woman who had been hemorrhaging for 12 years. She had exhausted all her resources in her attempts to find a cure for her ailment. Because of her infirmity, she was considered unclean, and so she could not have any contact with family or friends, nor was she able to enter the temple to give worship to her God. The woman believed that if she merely touched Jesus' garment, that she would be cured. So she reaches out and touches Jesus, and immediately she is cured of her affliction. Jesus affirms the woman's bold faith by saying, Daughter, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. At the heart of these two miracle stories is the invitation to have faith in Jesus' power over sickness and death. Both Jairus and the hemorrhaging woman knew that they were in desperate circumstances and that they needed a healing touch from Jesus, a touch that only he could provide. They both believed in Jesus' love and compassion and boldly asked him to hear their cry and to do something. Their faith in him opened a way for his divine power to flow. Most people would have given up hope, but Jairus and the hemorrhaging woman did not. Their bold faith in Jesus' power to help them change their needy and hopeless situation, and it becomes the way in which Jairus' daughter and the woman are given another chance in life. Likewise, when we confess our neediness, hopelessness, and fears to Jesus, we can be confident that he will hear our cries. When we have to face our own grief, worries, suffering, pain, loss, or heartache, We can turn to Jesus in prayer, and he will always be there to answer us, since his love and compassion is available for us. Always remember that Jesus' presence and his message of good news conquers all things, even death. Jesus' good news is a message of hope, that message of a promise of eternal life. And so, my sisters and brothers, Let us always remember that Jesus will always come to us and that he is present in every aspect of our lives, even in the times of death and despair. As St. Paul beautifully reminds us in Romans 8, 38, For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor present things, nor future things, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature, will be able to separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Sisters and brothers, let us share this great message of hope with everyone we know and meet. God bless you.